You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Everybody and welcome to BNI, the Australian Story. This is episode number 81. My name is Veronica here on the beautiful and sunny today morning in Peninsula in Victoria. And I am here with our co-host and executive director of Melbourne South, Mr. Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. Hi, V. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us again today. Well, just a big shout out to every one of our members across Australia and their families. Uh, I don't know what's going on. It feels like uh, a bit of craziness going on. We've got floods going on. We've got people coming out of things in Victoria, and it seems like we've passed all the chaos down to the other parts of Australia. So we're just thinking of all of our BNI members and your families and hoping everybody is staying safe and no doubt supporting each other through this, once again, challenging time. Yeah, it's craziness everywhere at the moment, but uh, we'll push on. And as we're speaking, we're coming up to uh, leadership team changeover. So that's a another level of craziness added to our worlds over the next month or so as we change leadership teams for our wonderful chapters. Now, that actually brings me to a, an important question that I wanted to ask you, Brent, and in, in tradition of me throwing you under the bus, here it is. So often chapters are struggling to put their hand up for leadership roles. And I know that we've spoken to our own DNA team talking about how we can encourage our members to step up. Um, what, what are your thoughts? What are the best ways for members who are in leadership at the moment to encourage other members to step up into those roles? Because we can't exist as a chapter without people in those roles. You know what? It's a bit early in the podcast that thrown me under the bus. <laughs> That is a fantastic question. So thank you. And I'd like to answer it by this. If you are at the point where people aren't volunteering for roles, you've sent out your interest sheet and people aren't filling that in, you should be able to work out who would be great in a role and tap that person on the shoulder and say, hey, I think you'd be really great in this role. Uh, I think you should have, uh, you should put your hand up for it because uh, I think it will really help you in the chapter get more referrals and it will really show your leadership side as well. So giving someone a compliment, tapping them on the shoulder, because they may be too shy to put their hand up. And some people have a lot of excuses. So they'll say things like, yeah, I don't feel I've been in BNI for long enough or, uh, or I don't feel I'm ready just yet. But that's rubbish. Like we are brand new chapters and we have a brand new leadership team in there who have been in BNI for five minutes. And as long as you do the training, everything's in there. And uh, you get brought up to speed pretty quickly. And there's always that support from your direct consultant team. Now, if you've got, uh, if you feel like you've got no time to be in a BNI leadership team, I'd also like to say that if you are a member who, are, who is getting the value and the benefit of BNI, you need to make time to be able to, you know, it needs to synchronise with your business and you need to make time to step up into these roles in your chapter because that's one of the reasons you are getting the benefit. Well, Givers Game isn't just giving back referrals. It's giving back to the group as a whole, giving back to the chapter. A lot of people actually get to the stage where they feel they've done really well, but they feel obliged to take up a role and uh, they think, oh, you know, I've you've never put your hand up before. And they said, oh, you know, it's about time that we uh, that I did and uh, I feel obliged to now, which is great. And 
we've got a really inclusive leadership model. So no matter who you are, uh, where you come from, what your background is, if you're suitable for one of those roles, we really want you in there and we really want to include you in that leadership team. And once again, doing a great job in the leadership team is going to give you greater visibility, greater credibility and teach you things that are worthwhile in your business as a business person and as a leader in your business as well. And you become a person of influence within the chapter. So great opportunities there. Great. Thanks, Brent. I know it was a bit early to throw you under the bus, but it's never too <laughs> early to introduce another one of our fantastic members from around, around Australia. So please, who do we have with us today? Well, we are off to Queensland at the moment, and most of Queensland's underwater as we uh, as we speak here. But I'm, uh, Andrew's assured us before the actual uh, before the recording that uh, she is high and dry out to the east. So our guest today is Andrea Anderson from Your Marketing Machines, and she is a member of BNI Ignite, and I believe one of the founding members as well who got that group going. So welcome, Andrea, to BNI The Australian Story Podcast. Welcome. Hey, Brent. Hey, Veronica. Fantastic to be here. And uh, yes, I am one of the very fortunate few here in Brisbane who didn't get their tootsies wet. However, I'd like you, just want to do a big shout out to, uh, in particular, to my fellow BNIs in and around uh, the SEQ region. Guys, stay safe, stay dry, and do look out for each other around you. It's really important. Yeah, great. Well, we get great, uh, great feedback, and we usually record this a couple of uh, weeks earlier than they go out. So um, hopefully they're they're dry by the time they hear this and everything has has subsided. So um, as I said before, you're in the BNI Ignite chapter, so they've only been going since July, July. twenty one, and you're yes. one of the founders and one of the drivers of that. So tell us a little bit about that experience. How did that come about? I've been very fortunate to be a bit of a retread around the BNI arena. Um, I was involved in a BNI chapter when I was living over in Perth and WA a few years ago. And then when I moved across to the other side of the island, um, I was doing a lot of subbing for groups and the like while I was trying to find my feet here in Brisbane. And uh, Lisa Gill is our franchisee owner. And um, it was quite funny. She, she said to me, look, why don't you come and join a group? And I said, when the time is right, I said, you'll have me a hook, line and sinker. And the time was right for me to, to start looking at a BNI that I could call home. And they never actually had a group. So you became the founder to actually start one. After being involved in BNI in Perth and moving um, you know, all the way across the other side of the country, uh, now you find yourself in Brisbane in BNI. Yes. So, um, yes. How did that sort of come about, that experience of, of uh, being a foundation member of this new chapter? Couldn't you get into an existing one or you didn't have one in your area? Yeah, look, there was quite a few um, chapters in and around where my business was and also where I live, where there were marketing spaces available. However, um, I don't do really well in the mornings. Um as I say to people, if I'm up at six o'clock in the morning, I'm either going to the gym, taking uh, taking the dog for a walk, or I'm cuddling my husband, either one of those, I'm not really too concerned. Uh, and the thought of me actually being really polite and proactive and business-like at 7am in the morning just didn't quite hit the mark for me. So I looked at um, uh, uh, groups that were in around about the 9.30am, but I found that just didn't fit with 
the schedule and so far as running a business. And I'd heard that Lisa was starting a lunchtime uh, group. So I spoke to Lisa directly and I said, hey, I hear you're doing a lunchtime group. She goes, yeah, I am. I said, great. Is there food? And uh, I said, because I'm not interested if there's not food. So uh, she said, well, look, you find us a venue and uh, you help build it and it's yours. So I went, you're on. And that's how it really started. It took us, look, and we, we started halfway through um, COVID and we did it online through Zoom every two weeks while we were in the building phase. And then I believe it was January 2021 when we found a venue and said, look, let's bite the bullet, let's commit. And I think by that time we were sitting at... I think it was 16 members, 15, 16 members. And we just decided that it was time to run. So we ran and we crossed over 1st of July, won the, won the marathon with 26 people starting. Congratulations. Okay. That's Thank not you. an easy thing. Congratulations. Fit. And yeah. we know, Veronica and I both launched chapters. We know how much hard work is involved getting there. And um, firstly, where does... Um, be and I ignite meet in which what part of Brisbane? Yeah, absolutely. So we meet on a Thursday, uh, eleven a.m. through to one p.m. Uh, we meet at the Australian National Hotel. Uh, people love it. I say we meet at a pub, and they go, "We're in." I'm like, "It's a it's a no brainer, right? It's a no brainer." You don't go to a lunchtime meeting to talk business if there's no food. Uh, and by the way, there's no alcohol either, but we do allow for a non-alcoholic drink. Yeah, and and that that is key, I think, with lunchtime chapters. I've been involved managing lunchtime chapters before, and I'm just salivating. I'm just thinking of a B and I meeting with a farmer <laughs> right now. I'm with you. In fact, it, it's quite dangerous because at the beginning of this year, we went to a hybrid um, situation, obviously, not really certain whether we could come back and meet face-to-face -face or not. And so we used the boardroom uh, where my office is at. And of course, there's no food. And we're all sitting there looking at each other. And while everyone's doing their 60 seconds or 45 seconds on the screen, we're, we're muted going, oh my gosh, is anybody going for food after this? Because like, this does not feel right. <laughs> Having a meeting with no food, there's something wrong, something completely yeah, wrong yeah. here. We, we do have groups that are doing meetings without food, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> but they but, still do great business. It doesn't matter whether you're free or not, you do great it's, business. <laughs> but for some people, it can be a deal breaker, I agree. And, uh, and uh, yeah, 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 put a palmer in front of me for lunch and, yeah, I'd tell you what, I'd come along for that. Absolutely. Brent, um, consider so, it done the next time you're in Brisbane. <laughs> so uh, where do you find yourself now, member-wise, at Ignite? Yeah, so we've had um, a few shifts, um, as you do, um, over that sort of Christmas, New Year period, but uh, we're currently sitting at 31. That's, hey, that's a good size. Nothing wrong right. with... Uh, Nothing wrong with that. As soon as you're sort of over the 30 mark and, and moving towards the 40 mark, you, you, your group started to get a lot more resilient. That's what I found over the time. So anyway, what made you want to be a part of this network? What made you want to join? I've always been very heavily involved in networking. Uh, it's the it's what I believe to be the fastest way to build a successful business is actually through developing relationships and connections. Also too, what I find is that when you join a networking group, it actually encourage you, encourages you to work out how you want your brand to stand out 
how you want it to be perceived and received because you end up creating this team of sales reps who are out there with you at the forefront of their mind while they're you know, while they're talking to their clients and suddenly someone says, hey, I need some help with some marketing. Do you know anybody? And if you've done your, your 45 seconds right every week and you've done the one-to-ones and you've, you've listened to the podcasts and, and the like, suddenly it becomes very easy for them to be able to talk about you. So the reason for me joining was that my business was now at a point where I could be freed up from working in the business and sort of now increasing the time I was spending actually investing in um, on my business. So it, it just became a real no-brainer for me. That's a question we get asked quite a lot by people, you know, what is the time and effort? What would you consider the time and effort that you need to put in to be a successful b and member? Because this is a question we get asked a lot by people, uh, people looking to visit chapters and commit to the group, et cetera, and people looking to go into new groups. And, mm-hmm. it's and you know, I know from um, long-time members, they find it hard really to actually tell you what the time and effort is because they integrate all their BNI activities into what they do because they get such value from it. So do you have a bit of a thinking around this? Yeah, I'm a bit of a numbers nut. Um, Yeah, I'm a bit of a, yeah, I'm a bit of a stats nut. And so I actually sat down and and calculated not only the financial investment, but also the time investment necessary, which then helped to determine how much I actually wanted to achieve from being a BNI member in the first 12 months. So look, I've estimated that outside of that, uh, the $2,000 odd investment upfront that you pay to belong. And we also charge $25 a month, uh, sorry, $25 a week for people to, um, as part of their membership as well to pay for the venue costs and that includes your palmy and your non-alcoholic drink Uh, so I calculated that it was worth approximately fifty thousand dollars that's what my investment was over a 12-month period and that was made up a lot of it was actually made up from my time investment however what I wanted out of it was for every dollar that I invested into my business I wanted two dollars out of to come out of the BNI um, as a return on my investment. And what's really amusing, and you guys probably hear this all the time, but they say marketing is an investment. You should get a return on your investment. Uh, and I thousand percent agree. And I believe that inside the BNI community, there is that quantifiable opportunity to be able to see a direct correlation between what you put in as a BNI man, a member and what gets reimbursed back to you. Yeah. And one of the ways to get that back is depending on how you work the system. And BNI is a program. We have equipment, we have tools, and how well and how hard you work those tools will Correct. result in what you actually get back. And one of the things that I've seen is you have a put around yourself a really strong power team to work together within the chapter. And uh, power teams are made up from people in a similar contact sphere. They have a similar um, client demographic to, to what, what the, uh, and relationship, but are non-competing to the other people in there. And those people can actually meet and work together. And uh, for our listeners today, if you've never heard of this concept, around about 50% of your referrals out of the group will come out of your people 
in your contact sphere with related businesses and you'll get the remainder from the rest of the group. So tell us a little bit about building your contact sphere and how that, how that's working for you in the advertising and marketing realm within your chapter. Yeah, it's a great one, Brant. Actually, we were really fortunate uh, when we started was that marketing is one of those areas where you can have 10, 12 people and you'll never fill um, <laughs> all of the seats that comes under marketing. So when I first joined, I was the only one, um, but then we bought on board a social media strategist. So I shifted out of social media and then we bought on a website. So I shifted out of website. Uh, we found an SEO specialist, which was fantastic. We then brought on board an e-commerce specialist. Um, I then went and found a chatbot specialist, so somebody who could do automated chatbots. And so between that five plus me, so there's six of us, we, we created a power group. But also what we've done from that is we've also expanded that power group because a core part of uh, the marketing componentry in a particular where I sit as a marketing strategy, as marketing strategy is software development. So I bought in a software development person as well. And uh, we actually do a fair bit of work together as well. So the aim of the game with the power groups is really understanding how you can support each other and how you can identify uh, the right kind of uh, audience or the right kind of clientele that we're all looking for and essentially creating a power team around those, those kind of um, businesses, which really was quite funny because that's something I do in my business anyway. Um, was, look, I don't want to do everything. I don't want to be the jack of all trades and a master of absolute nothing. So I've always worked on the philosophy of bringing in the best. And BNI actually allows me to do that. So um, I just like to say here, Bren, I don't know if I've actually told you this, but when we launched one of the chapters, we had a market, marketing specialist who came as a visitor. And then afterwards, I'd followed up with her and I was talking to her about um, obviously being able to specialise in certain areas. And she said to me exactly what you have said to me. She was educating me. <clears throat> she said, I can't be all of these things. She said, but you probably, from what you're saying to me, Veronica, you probably got five or six seats available in the chapter. And it blew my mind. I'm like... Not only are we normally mm. talking to other members, explaining to them that you're not going to lose work, we're collaborating, we're not competing. The more people you've got in your power team, the more you're going to benefit. That's normally what we're explaining to members. But this potential member who is just a visitor was educating me on the fact that if right. she joined, we can actually have a five or six people power team. And it was, she has done so well in BNI. In fact, her goal was to be able to expand her business um, within 12 months. She did it with a, within a couple of months to the point that she's had to put on two more people. And I believe it's that mindset. So my question for you is, have you always had that mindset or was that something that you came into BNI and it was introduced to you? Yeah, great question, uh, Veronica. Look, it, it's it's something that we've always done. Um, it, it's... It's something that I've always done in all the years that I've owned and operated businesses, um, not only here in Australia, but also you probably can hear a bit of an accent. Um, I still say six instead of six. And uh, so, you know, in good old New Zealand, as well as in Southeast Asia. And the key is, and this is where I, I actually really embrace the BNI philosophy um, around that whole giver's gain, is because it is about supporting each other. It's, it's all about how can I get the best out of you and the best out of you and then produce the best for our clients. 
And it was really interesting, when, just a true story that I'll share with you. Um, when we were looking at building the chapter, it was before we went live, we actually had two website guys uh, attend the meeting and they had been to other meetings and they came to our group and they wanted to stay. So they sat in a corner for an hour trying to figure out how the two of them could actually join our chapter because what they really loved about it was the fact that we were committed to the whole givers gain philosophy it wasn't just another one of the values that's on the board it actually was something that we were truly wanting to encompass as one of our core philosophies as, as to how we actually operate the um, operate the chapter so these two gentlemen and I went over and I said so okay both of you want to be here. So how do we make this work? And they were looking at, well, what if I did the e-commerce and the high-end websites and you can do, you know, the ones that are the small, quick, you know, less than 20 page kind of things. And they were sitting, well, what does that mean if I get this kind of client? And it was fascinating to see that both of them wanted to be a part of the team. More importantly, we wanted them to be part of the team as well. What a great story. Just, um, yeah, it is fantastic. Just back on the power teams, I'm really interested in um, in what sort of commitment and what sort of activities you do outside the normal meeting with your power team. Because by the sounds of it, you've got a very strong power team. And it's I think it's in every member's interest to actually create those power teams. Look, I absolutely agree. And uh, we do spend a lot of time outside of the you know, outside of our, our Thursday um, luncheon. And we do connect and collaborate quite a great deal. Uh, look, they're on my on my phone. They're on the hot dial with me as well. And it's where we're constantly emailing each other. We're constantly trying to find actively source people, um, source clients or leads that 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 they would be better suited to. Um, also, what we have found is, and in my back pocket, I've also got a videographer, photographer, I've got a branding agent um, as well. And, and they know me well enough that if I, if I do find a client for me, they know that nine times out of 10, there'll be work there for them as well. Because I have, over time, we've built that trust factor. And that trust factor, just on that note, has really come not just from turning up every Thursday and doing our 45-second spiel, but that trust factor has actually been built over time, over um, coffee, doing the one-to-ones, really digging deep into each other's pasts, uh, really understanding how each other actually operates and identifying where those true values, our own individual values are actually aligned. Because the key for me is if I'm going to put my name forward and if I'm going to put anyone else's name forward to my client, I need to know that there's a confidence there, confidence that they're actually going to follow through and they're not only going to achieve what's required of them, but actually go above and beyond. And really interesting, I remember saying to um, people in my group that in this group, if I give you work, I've got to eyeball you. We've got to eyeball each other every week. And I'm going to know if you haven't done a great job. I'm not going to say anything to anyone else, but you're going to know and I'm going to know. Mm -hmm. And likewise, you know, when paying invoices to each other, the last thing I want to be doing is sitting in sitting at a meeting looking at the commercial lawyer and going oh my gosh I haven't paid her invoice and it's been a month it's you just don't want yeah. that because all of those little things adds up to you know attracts or subtracts from your credibility 
Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, the the first person's invoices you pay are your BNI members. <laughs> Funny you should say that they really are. And and also too, what we've done with our power groups is we've also created sub power groups. So for example, um, we've got a commercial lawyer in our in our midst and she gets a lot of work from us internally because obviously if we're dealing with building a new brand for a client or we're putting together new product uh, strategies for a client, they're obviously going to need a commercial lawyer. It's a no-brainer. So we're always looking for who else in the room can we share that client with. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And that's great advice for our members here today. Moving on from power groups, you actually, in our questionnaire that we send out to all our guests, um, you mentioned having the right intention when you decide to commit. So I'd like to sort of um, know what were you, what, what you're thinking around that. Yeah, great question. Um, it's turn to throw someone under the bus. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. I've got broad shoulders. I can handle it. The key that I find is, is, and I guess it goes back to why did I join and why did it take me so long to join? Um, and that is when I, when I first arrived into Brisbane in 2017, I really didn't know a lot of people and I wasn't really financially um, in a position to be able to join a BNI group, which is why I was very fortunate to go and sub for other groups and um, turn up and look, those were the only times I'd actually get up in the morning and go to BNI was to sub and because I also got breakfast. So it was great. There was always food involved. There's a, you'll see there's a common element when you're talking to me. And, um, and what I found was. Adelaide, Adelaide are all wrapped <laughs> up about food. You can beat from there. Yeah, look, I tell you, it's important. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best way to get things going in the morning, <laughs> literally. Uh, but what I found was that I was looking at a lot of people inside BNI who you just know, gosh, if you're just giving yourself another six more months to be in a, a little bit more of a confident state yeah. to to be in those rooms, then you'll find that not only will you give a lot more because you're in a, a much more self-confident position, but also uh, you'll, you'll be able to reap the rewards a lot more because you're, you're a lot, it's all about confidence, right? Yeah. So when I uh, joined BNI Ignite, I just knew that I was going in with the right intention. The right intention being that my business was in a financial position to support me being able to step out. Um, I was uh, the, the business was also in a position where my my staff could actually operate without me, and it wasn't just for that two hours. You know, I think I commit on average between five and five and seven, five and eight hours a week um, to BNI, whether it's to one to one CEU points um, or conclaves or whatever's going on. So I needed to know that my business could support me being able to do that. But also knowing that my business is at quite a healthy level where it didn't need to rely on, you've got to give me leads. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, so my business could actually operate without that amount of pressure um, on me to, uh, you know, that it had to return an investment, um, which meant that I could go in with the right intention, that right intention being that I've got a decent size or a healthy size um, database. There's a level of credibility there for me, which meant that I could genuinely do the giver's game. I love it. Great answer. Yeah. And our last thing for today, because we are running out of time, we'd like to ask all our guests for a success tip to their fellow 
BNI members. So what would be your tip for success for someone else in BNI? What's the main key thing you think? Follow the program. It's really, I, I know, brainer. I mean, if you're going to go drive a Lamborghini for the first time, just because you're a P-plater doesn't mean you've got the skills to drive it. Um, it's the same inside this this networking group. Just do the CEU points, you know, do the programs, do the one-to-ones, um, you, you know, just, just follow through, commit, get your 45 seconds down pat, um, and you'll find that the rewards will come a lot faster than if you don't do the program. Fantastic. I love it. I love it, Andrea. We're and a Lamborghini drivers, we're not P-Paters. <laughs> we're giving everyone a chance on our podcast to... Uh, to promote themselves. So actually, we probably never mentioned this. I already did. Are you <laughs> She's ready to go. You're ready to go with your weekly presentation, Andrea? Yeah, sure. Let's give it a All whirl. Right, let's go. Good afternoon, fellow BNIs. Andrea Anderson, Chief Ideas Specialist from Your Marketing Machines. We are a marketing strategy and communications company based in Brisbane. We meet on a Thursday lunchtime from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and I'm part of BNI Ignite. As a marketing strategist, we are the glue between what your business wants to achieve and its aspirations and how marketing can actually help you achieve that. And how we do that is by first and, far, uh, first and foremost, understanding what you as a business want to achieve. And then we look at all the marketing tools, look at what's the best way and that can actually work for you and help you achieve your goals. This week, I'm looking to want to meet with uh, NDIS service providers, provide them with opportunities on how they can best promote, best brand themselves out there in the marketplace, but also to understand how they can best present themselves to their ideal referrals. Thank you. That was fantastic. The latest. <laughs> she nailed it. If you want to, if someone wants to, to connect with you and there's lots of members listening, so no doubt there will be someone who uh, provides services for NDIS, how do they contact you? Yeah, absolutely. They can either contact me through BNI Connect. Uh, you will see me in there, Andrea Anderson from BNI Ignite. Alternatively, look, please um, reach out to me through LinkedIn. Um, that's where I, I communicate with a lot of BNIs off BNI, or else alternatively, they can contact me on Andrea at your marketing machines with an S on the end.com.au. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Andrea. Thank you, Andrea Anderson. Thank you for being on the BNI Australia Story podcast. You are a superstar. Great Thank you so you. much for the opportunity to be here, guys. And I wish everyone out there in BNI land a fabulous day. Thank awesome. you. You know what I've got in my head, Brent? I've got that scene from The Matrix, Mr. Anderson. Oh. I, and I just... <laughs> It's that what a fantastic we name. Need to start recording, yeah, Anderson. Yeah. I, I know. Well, I'm not, I'm not bringing the up. Side, yeah. I'm not bringing up the A team today. I'm going to the Matrix. Now I know that I threw you under the bus earlier, so I'm not going to do it at the end of the podcast. So, what is your tip for the week? Um, I might have said this before, but we we aren't leading into uh, leadership teams. My tip is the best chapters have the best trained leaders. I see this everywhere across our region in chapters I've been uh, involved with over 20-odd years, 
And the most successful groups have the best trained leaders and the leaders who are actually making sure that people are following the system and making sure their BNI meeting is a weekly event that everyone wants to look forward to. And they're the most successful chapters with those best trained leaders. So that's my tip for this week, short and sweet. Beautiful. Thank you, Steve, our podcast producer, for making sure everything ran smoothly. And thank you once again to BNI Australia for supporting this podcast and allowing us to uh, to reach more of our members and for our members to reach more of uh, to share more of their stories. Thank you, Andrea, and thanks, Brent. We'll see you next week. Thank you.